The Oceania Football Confederation and the Asian Football Confederation have signed an agreement they say will see more matches between countries from the two FIFA regions. The Memorandum of Understanding was signed in Bahrain during the Asian Bodies Annual Congress. A joint statement said the MOU will result in high-level competition for men's and women's teams and the exchanging of knowledge, experience and resources. Craig Stephen talked to the OFC's General Secretary, Frank Castillo, who represented the OFC in Bahrain, to find out more about the exciting development. So we have an excellent relationship with the Asian Football Confederation. And uh, so we have decided to work uh, closely together. So we sign an MOU. So the MOU has uh, two components. The first one is a high-level competition. So we are thinking, for instance, to organize friendlies for national teams, for men. We also think about creating new competitions at the club level. So you have probably heard that uh, we'll have a professional league by 2025. And it could be, for instance, the two winners of the Asian Champions League with our Super League. And then for our championship and Champions League, or FC Champions League, it could be the winner and the second, the runner, uh, with the two from the AFC Cup. Uh, for the women, it will be only at the national team. Huh? So it's uh, also friendlies that we'll organize uh, between national teams from OFC and national team from uh, AFC. And the second component, it's more capacity building because you know that we want to have this professional league and we want to become more professional. So we need to develop the entire uh, uh, scope of the football. So it will be an exchange of uh, knowledge and experience and resources. And it's, uh, for instance, by uh, attending workshops in Asia about uh, development, about competitions, about coaching, refereeing, education, legal communication. So the entire scope of football. Okay, that, that, that's quite comprehensive. There's quite a lot in there. Um, let's just focus first and of all on the matches between the international sides, uh, yep. men's and women's. So would that mean, say, for example, that um, uh, uh, maybe Solomon Islands might play in perhaps China or Japan? Yes, it could be that. And uh, the, uh, the purpose of this MU is that we pay only the flights and they cover all the, the costs uh, uh, in, in, inside the country. Okay, so, so accommodation, meals, and transportation. All right. So, do you expect these matches to happen um, in Pacific countries or in Asia? Uh, yes, and uh, oh, it could be also the reverse. Uh, but uh, you know, it will be more interesting to send our team in Asia. Uh, they may be very interesting, AFC, to come for the futsal and beach soccer because I think we have like a strong team. But for football, yes, it, it will be probably more to send the teams in Asia. Okay, I mean, it certainly sounds like an exciting adventure, and, and would would I, yeah, um, I mean, presumably this um, would would be a great help for Pacific teams to strength to, to get to improve their standards. Correct, and 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 you know, it's because of this excellent relationship that we have uh, uh, since 2018, the OFC president met with the AFC president, and the AFC president said, "Okay, we are going to help you. You know that uh, we are the smallest confederation uh, in the world." And, uh, and we are very happy that we have this kind of relationship with AFC. Now, when do you expect these uh, matches to happen? Uh, probably next year, and not this year, because we have a, a full calendar this year. But we will try to get uh, some friendly for next year. And uh, after, for the competition for clubs, it will be more, let's say, more 2025 and 2026 and, and, and after. And um, do you have in mind at this stage 
sort of like which teams might be involved? But like I said, for the clubs, uh, it will be normally, for instance, the, the winner and the runner-up of our uh, Super League that could compete with the winner of the AFC Champions League. But we will keep our Champions League as well, and we could have the winner of the Champions League and the runner-up uh, uh, competing against the winner and the runner-up of the AFC Nations Cup. Is it a possibility, perhaps, of maybe um, beyond these international friendlies, um, the possibility of, say, like a, a, a tournament that might involve Pacific and Asian teams? Uh, yes, it's also part of this uh, MOU, actually. Uh, we could potentially include a team from the uh, from Asia in our competition, current competition, and uh, AFC could do also the same. But we need to be careful. It should not be like a qualifier for any World Cup. Okay, all right. And now you mentioned um, the, um, the there was plans for a new OFC professional league. Can you maybe tell me about a bit about that? Yeah, that's a, that's a big big project for us. Uh, you know that we are the only confederation without a professional league. And uh, since 2019, the OFC president said, "Okay." Uh, we cannot live uh, and, and, and operate in an amateur environment. So we have been working really hard since 2019. And uh, recently, in November, the executive committee decided that to have this professional league by 2025. So uh, uh, we are working on that. So it's very ambitious. Uh, we plan to have a, a minimum of seven teams and maybe team uh, uh, overseas, like uh, uh, beyond the Pacific, but I cannot tell you more about that. But this will be a game changer for football. This is, so this is an actual league, and this would presumably then um, replace the current OFC Champions League? For, no. Sorry, no, no, it's not. No, right. <laughs> no, no. Right. we want to keep the OFC Champions League at the amateur level, and we want to create a Super League above the Champions League. Uh, we, we want to work with the amateur clubs, uh, because... This is the heart of football, and we want to keep this championship for them. But then after, we want to have a level above, a professional level, uh, to make sure that uh, every single uh, football player can evolve in a professional environment and after, uh, uh, let's say, uh, uh, join the national team and, and see the performance at the world stage. Well, I mean, this certainly sounds like an exciting time for um, Pacific uh, football. Yes, it is. It is. And, and what we want as well... It's for children. You know, when, when they, they enter in the grassroots level, at the grassroots level, uh, I know some of them, they have dreams, but it was never possible to become reality. With the professional league, they, if they work hard, if they play well, then they will have this opportunity. And that, again, like I said, it's a game changer. Okay, and, and um, just one more thing. Um, with all this um, extra activity, is, is there any plans to perhaps improve the facilities in Pacific Nations? Stadiums yes, definitely. yes they definitely. It's, it's part of the plan. Eh? Like I said, the, the professional league will be an, an ecosystem. It will have an impact on uh, professionalization at the administration level, but also improvement of the facilities. And we are working very closely with FIFA because FIFA has one program, one specific program to make sure that each country can get one stadium at a very high level. Okay. All right. Excellent. Um, well, thanks very much for that, Frank. That's... You're welcome. All right. So we will invite you for the first game in 2025, hopefully. All right. <laughs> I look forward to that. Thank you. Have a nice day. Cheers now. Bye. Bye.